Wow. 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 It's the illusion reporting from somewhere on spaceship Earth. Um, Solstice Sober Wednesday. Yeah. Let's have a, let's have some sparkling water, dude. Some cherry limeade. Sparkling water. Sparkling water. It's solstice. Sober solstice. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Zero calories, zero sugar. Zero calories, zero sugar. What's going on? It's uh it's sober Wednesday. We're here. It's been a couple weeks, I think, since we last did one of these. Life gets busy. Life gets complicated. Here we are. So um we're back in the saddle again for the uh sober solstice. That's right, David. Waza BB. So um yeah, let's do an out let's do an hour of sobriety, man. Let's uh, I'm I'm looking at this lizard right now laying on this rock just fully in the sun, just lizard lounging, dude. It's kind of active. What's up, cactus? Good day from the land down under. Whoa, whoa, BB. Thank you. I appreciate your amazing my your amazingness I, and an emoji. So um, yes. So yeah, here we are, man. Grateful to be sober. One more day, man. All right, let's, uh, yeah, serenity. God grant the serenity. Thank you, brothers. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference. Ah, the whammy. The whammy card. The wisdom to know the difference. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we're definitely trying to have that wisdom. Yes, we are. So um, I guess as per the preamble, so this is an hour dedicated to those who suffer so that they can find a, uh, a solution to what is causing them to suffer. And usually whatever it is that's causing them to suffer is what they put between them and a God of their understanding because uh, it's a spiritual program. We're spiritual beings trapped in this uh, temporary spacesuit. So we get confused. It's easy to get confused in this thing. It's easy to get confused in the spacesuit. But uh yeah dude let's so let's let's get into it. So um so we just ask that the chat be friendly and open to those who are trying to find a solution and that you offer kindness to those that come here looking for a solution because uh we may be the last the last block last house in the last block before the last block in the last house dude. Anyway, I don't know what that means. Whatever. Whatevs, man. Oh, I got my collar adjusted. Marie Logan, thank you. 
Appreciate that, Dan Z, dude. And uh, how it works. Chapter 5 from the Big Books of Alcoholics Anonymous. There's not an AA meeting, not associated with AA in any way. We don't know anything about AA. It's an anonymous program, dude. So uh, I don't know what to tell you about it, but we're going we're gonna to read how it works from their book because we can do that. Because there's no rules. There's no rules. There's just a desire to stop drinking. That's it. That's it. Or eating too many pizzas or sleeping with weird people or screaming at the moon, baby. So, chapter five, how it works. This is uh, two and a half pages of, a, of a, a template that many have found to be a solution to what, uh, what ails them, dude. And uh, so here we go. Chapter five, how it works. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to the simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They're naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. There are those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened, and what we're like now. If you've decided what you, you want, what we have, and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you're ready to take certain steps. At some of these, we balked. We thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. With all the earnestness at our command, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough. From the very start, some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was nil until we let go. Absolutely. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care with complete abandon. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed, became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood and praying only for his knowledge, for his will, for us, and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and practice these principles in all of our affairs. Many of us exclaimed, What in order? I cannot go through with it. Do not be discouraged. None among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We are not saints. The point is that we're willing to grow along spiritual lines. The principles we have set down are guides to progress. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Our description of the alcoholic, the chapter of the agnostic, and our personal adventures before and after make clear three pertinent ideas. A, that we were alcoholic and could not manage our own lives. B, that probably no human power could have relieved our alcoholism. And C, C, 
God could and would if he were sought. Well, there you have it. And it's just, just do that. Just do that. It's funny. I was going to, I see, you know, you start reading it and you're like, ah, dude, I just want to rush through this. And I was going to like speed, speed read it. And then I was thought about it for a second. And I was like, well, what if someone out there, because I got this going on the podcast and people play these again. I go, what if someone out there is hearing chapter five for the very first time? Very first time they're hearing chapter five and I'm blowing through it and it's unintelligible or it just seems rushed or unimportant. And then I, I kicked in. I had all that thought. I had all that thought between, between, uh, Followed our path and those who do do not recover are people. Right right between the first two sentences. I had a massive wave of thoughts. And I think that's what's interesting about like, you know, the human condition. That that many of us use substances or actions or things to 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 shut that down. The amount of thought I had, if you went back and replayed, it was what? A second? half a second, a tenth of a second between those paragraphs. And I had like a ball of of a conversation inside of my head, like a giant conversation, dude. In that, in that split second, I had that much noise going on in my head. And, uh, that is, that is the, uh, that is the dilemma, right? Like, how do you, how do you stop that from uh, from happening, right? And so that's where all this work comes in because you have to make peace with the uh, with the voice inside your head, the self talking mind, because that's what most of us have used all these substances and actions for is to shut that voice off. Because there's an incredible amount of dialogue going on at any given time in the human mind, right? And most of it's insane darkness, just failure and just what ifs and only if I had and ah, and that's, you know, that's why we go through the steps. And so I was reading, right. And I, and I always hit something kind of new. So I always tripped at some, like, um, where is it? If you decide you want, we'd have them want to go to any length to get you ready to take certain steps. Okay. Whatever. Then it goes at some of these, we balked. Like balked, right? But it balked such an interesting word. Are you like, we balked. Like, we're just like, nah, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm just, nah, I don't think so. We thought we could find an easier, softer way. That's why we balked, right? We thought we could ease an easier, softer way. Well, what's so hard? And then I, like, again, I had all these thoughts in like reading that sentence. Like my mind is doing whatever it's doing. And I was like, well, what's so hard? What's what would we think's easier and softer, but what is so hard and and complicated about the steps? And then I and then I had another thought in that thought, and I was like, oh yeah, the fearless and searching moral inventory of ourselves, right? So at some of these we balked, we thought we could find an easier, softer way. Like the easier, softer way is like we don't want to deal with ourselves, right? We don't want to deal with the person in the mirror, the person in the head, the self-talking mind, the alcoholic thoughts, the whole thing. Like 
Like to actually face that music, to face that choir, that symphony, that the director, if you will, all of that that's going on in the human mind, to actually go in and, and confront that is, uh, is a horrifying proposition, especially if it's mean, right? Like nobody's meaner to us than we are to ourselves, right? And so imagine you go into the thing and you're like, yeah, the half the reason you're afraid to go face yourself, right? Your own stuff is because the, the, the most mean, evil person you know is you. Ah. And that's why, you know, that's why that fearless and search for searching moral inventory of ourselves is step four, not step one, right? Because you got to go, you, you do a bunch of work to get to that point to realize that you're not facing that person alone. You're facing it with God, right? Like you're, you're going in with God because that's why most of us drank and used and did the weird things we did is because who can face that alone? Who can just go in and face that, that gnarly, nasty, mean, self-talking mind alone, Nobody can, and but but like another human being can't go in there with you. The only one who can go in there with you is is God, right? Because God already knows everything. God's God's fully hyper aware of like what's going on in there, right? God knows the number of hairs on your head, so you gotta you gotta bring God in there, right? And many people show up to sobriety and they don't have a relationship with God and an understanding of God or even a belief in God. And and that's why you do all this work on the front side because this isn't a religious program. Like, this is a spiritual program. And and that's the hardest part for many people who have gotten here is, is the one way you can deal with yourself is with the loving God. But how do you get to the loving God if you if you don't believe God exists, if you think God hates you, you think God's propaganda, you think God is evil, you think God is full of it. Like, you don't even believe in the concept that there could be a God. Like, how do you get to confront yourself if the only one who can go on that journey with you is God, right? Like, well, that makes it, that makes it rather tricky. And so, so we think about these things, right? When we get this far into the program, it's like, how do we communicate with the newcomer? How do we communicate with someone who's sitting out there on, in, somewhere on spaceship earth doesn't have god got a drug alcohol sex gambling debt pizza cookie problem whatever it may be can't confront themselves but in order to help them confront themselves they can't do it alone because that's why they they've been trying all of us all of us who are, who are in this predicament tried confronting ourselves along the way and being like no dude i'm going to I'm going to start doing my life better. I, uh, if I'm going to stop drinking tomorrow, I mean, the book's clear about all that. Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm only going to drink on Tuesdays. I'm only going to drink, you know, alcohol mixed with milk or whatever it may. I'm only going to drink, you know, near beer. You know, I'm only going to smoke weed or whatever it is. So we, we make all these deals. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing this. And why can't we do that? Because like, we're relying on ourselves to do it. Like in ourselves, we're terrified of the person looking at, at us in the mirror. The person looking back in the mirror knows everything about us and more, dude. That's the rub. See, the, per the, the person who's trying to get sober, who's looking at the person in the mirror that is them, 
is at a distinct disadvantage from the person in the mirror. The person in the mirror has been running full court press on you while you've been anesthetized, drinking or sleeping or doing whatever weird stuff we've been doing, right? That person in the mirror holds all the cards. You as the person trying to confront the person in the mirror is like, uh, excuse me, myself in the mirror with the real mean vibe and the like, you're a loser look and you'll never be a, amount to anything look and only if you had done this 15 years ago and it's your fault and you did this. Rah! Imagine looking at the person in the mirror and they're just like, Rah! <laughs> well, that's, that's the experience for the newcomer, right? The first time that's, and, and that they've been trying to confront that person in the mirror for, for their, for a certain aspect of their life. And every time they get there, ah, right. And, and, and they hold all the daggers and, and information and bag of garbage and secrets, secrets, secrets. Ooh, the secrets, right. That's a program of thorough honesty, right? So, so how do you get there, man? How do you get there? How do you get there? And so like, for me, I, I can say like, I came in with like a, like I wasn't, I was fully like hip with God. Like I was like, all right, God's out there. I don't have a problem with God. I don't have any, I didn't know, I didn't know what my relationship was with God, but I had no doubt about God. So I have to remember that, that that's not everybody's experience, right? That, that your experience when you're first trying to maybe get the first 24 hours of sobriety, the first moment of sobriety to pick up the phone, to go to the meeting, whatever it may be, that you don't even have that baseline spiritual component, right? That like, that the, the difference between me walking into sobriety, what, 13, 14 years ago, I already, I already believed in God. Like I was cool with God. I was like, right on. That's a lot harder journey if you don't have God on your side, right? You're already like, what's this nonsense, bro? There's one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Yeah, right, dude. What's God? What is God? And so, so that's, that's where it is, is, is the beginning of the thing is like, so yeah, like the beginning of the whole journey, it's not about God. Like step one, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol that our lives had become unmanageable, right? So nothing about God in there at all. Like, 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 yeah, you've read some God stuff up to there and there's one that they like, they've let you know there is, but you still may not know what the, what does that mean to me? What does that mean to me when I've never had a relationship with God? When I don't, I can't even wrap my head around the concept or I just totally deny the existence. Well, that's a big giant gulf to cross, dude. And you can't just put a couple pontoon boats out there and lay a bridge on it, dude. Like that's a giant gulf. That's an ocean to cross, right? So, so you have to, you have to, you have to help. The, and you, I mean, I was going to say you have to help the person get there, but you can't. The person has to get there on their own. And that's why when you get to this, this jumping off point, like it's done. You're, you don't have anything left in the tank, right? Because you have to be powerless. You have to be all out of ideas. You have to be totally unmanageable, right? You have, you can't have any of any, any of it left because you needed to blank slate yourself. You need to be willing to be like, all right, dude, everything I have done with 
all my human ability has led to this crappy moment. And it is, man. Man. Nothing worse, nothing crappier than being like, so I got to get sober, dude? You mean I got to go... What does it mean? I like, that's the thing. Like, I think, I think even in the beginning, I didn't know what it meant. Like, what does that mean? I just don't want to drink anymore. I just don't want to be miserable anymore. I had no idea what I was signing up for when I talked to David and Joe in front of the liquor store. I just knew I had to, I just knew I couldn't do what I needed to do, what I was doing anymore. So I, so I think about that. I go back to that time. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, it's super easy to sit here at like, 14 years of sobriety and be like, yeah, dude, there's God. He has all power. Me, find him now. Like, yeah, woohoo, and look at me and blah, blah, blah. But I go, yeah, new guy. All right, new guy. Okay, like, no God. Like, no God. And you're like, well, how am I going to do this? Like, okay, so, so, but, but, but we don't even got to get there, right? We all we got to do is get to powerlessness and unmanageability. That's like a that's a simple simple thing because on the backside of that powerless and unmanageability, won't well, like I'll I'll tell you is God because the opposite of of powerless and unmanageability is something else, right? You, what do you, like, you can't be powerless unless you're powerless to something, right? You can't be unmanageable unless you're unmanageable to something. Sure, that powerlessness is drugs and alcohol, but it's also the big universe at play, right? That you didn't, you didn't choose to, oh, maybe you didn't think, no, but you didn't, I didn't choose to be born. I didn't choose this. I didn't choose to be a male, a female, a a white skin, a dark skin, a Christian, a Hindu, a Muslim. I didn't choose, you didn't choose any of that. You didn't choose to be born on the 11th or what, what, whatever it is, right? So on the backside, like your, your, the whole concept of your human existence is powerlessness, dude. But you know, you, we've, we've been, we've had to fake it, right? Our whole life. Like, well, okay. Uh, like someone told me what to do. Uh, owl, do your schoolwork. Do do this, do that. Take your, make your bed, go eat dinner, do this. And so you do all that, but like uh, the whole time you you don't know that you, you can't stop breathing. You'll die. Dude. You can't stop eating. You'll eventually die. Not right away, but you know, you will, you, you have to drink water. You have to do all these things. That's unmanageability, dude. By the way, the fact that you can't just stop drinking water. Cause like, man, I don't like water, dude. I, you have to drink water. That is a form of unmanageability right there. That's a form of powerless. Because I think people think, again, is is on my own journey. Like when I got here, like I showed up for work every day. I showed up for work every day on time, early, hungover as F, dude. <sighs> Useless a lot of times. But I got there early. I got there. I held down that job, dude. Like I kept my I, I kept my laundry clean. I I stayed shaved and showered and you know, all of it, dude, my mind was a tornado of, of insanity, but, uh, you know, like unmanageability, you try to explain that to me. Like I got to work on time, dude. Day, day one of sobriety. I got to work on time. So what is unmanageability, dude? It, it's a deeper concept because I think I, again, is, 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 uh, you know, unmanageability can just be like, 
make this make the sun stop rising, dude. Make the nuclear bombs exist. Make, make the uh, you know, make the the sky cloudy on a sunny day. Like all these things, make make it rain in in the middle of summer, dude. Like we we are full of powerless and unmanageability if we choose to truly take an honest look at it. And it has nothing to do with bank accounts and cars and relationships and all that nonsense. It's deeper than that. And that's where that beginning thing is, is, is most people, the first thing they want to fight is the, is the unmanageability, the powerlessness people get, like, I can't stop drinking. Like, I just don't want to drink today. I just don't want to snort any Coke. I just don't want to take any pills. I just, I don't want to sleep with these weirdos anymore. I don't want to shove pizzas in my face anymore, whatever it is. Like, I, I want to get up and exercise. I can't, I, I want to change my life. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do any of these things because I'm stuck under the rock of whatever this is. I'm stuffing into my spacesuit because I, I don't want to face the person in the mirror. Right. So people get powerlessness, dude. Like, like, like the unmanageability is a little bit of a, of a tougher nut to crack, dude. Cause that's part two, right? That, the manageability, dude, and most people like like don't understand what unmanageability is. It's not it's not the fact that like all these superficial things. It's the all the stuff around us, dude. You can't you can't control when summer solstice is. It is literally like when the sun is doing its thing, right? Like you have no ability to be like, nah, it's, it's spring equinox, dude. No, it's like, that's unmanageable, dude. You can't manage any of that. So once you get to the fact of powerlessness and unmanageability and all this kind of stuff, and you accept this uh, powerlessness, and unmanageability, you don't have to look behind the curtain of what that is. You just, you just got it because on the backside of that is where God's lurking, dude. God's lurking back there, dude. But you don't need to worry about that. You don't need to see the, the little the little magician behind the, the curtain yet. You just got to admit you're powerless and unmanageable, right? And then you get to, to came to step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And this is the jumping off point, right? We're about to, we're about to jump, dude. And so we're, we're sitting at the precipice. We're powerless, we're unmanageable, but we're still we're not looking behind the curtain yet, dude. We are we are, again we're we're looking inside of ourselves. We're going, okay, there is something greater than me. That is such a nucleus concept. Like it like to the new the newly sober person, that is just just spoon feeding, just a little dropper of water. But that is like the most giant concept of God ever disguised as just a little dropper of water, dude. Just a little teeny drop of water. Here, here Mr. Dehydrated or Mrs. Dehydrated, here's a drop of water. And, and, and what is that drop of water? A power greater than ourselves. Like that is such, that, that little secret whammy in there. And this is why this is like some, like really an inspired divine piece of work because because that that power greater than ourselves that again that can be dressed up in very simple terms dude literally it can be like can you stop the the sun from rising can you stop the ocean can you make the ocean flood the earth can you 
Can you stop this? Can you do that? Like a power greater in ourselves could be like literally like people would just go the door handle, the hay truck, whatever you need it to be. It can really just be anything outside of you because what we're doing at, at, at step two is we're taking the first jump outside towards ourselves because we're we're slowly walking towards the guy in the mirror. We just don't know it yet. We don't want to know it yet. You don't want to know, it, dude. It's fine. You're just coming to the grips with there might be something greater than you. And that's undeniable fact. Like, like that's what I mean is that's laid out in such the simple way because like a power grip, you can't, you can, you can, you can hold your breath. Good luck with that, dude. Try, try to hold your breath and watch your body just be like, no, dumb, dumb. We're not doing that, dude. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to open up the mouth. Your mind can't keep this mouth shut forever, dude. I'm going to breathe. The body is like the power created in ourselves. The body is the heart is going to be. You cannot stop your heart from beating, dude. So there's something bigger than us going on because it's it's running our spacesuit. Like it ain't, it isn't, it isn't this little contraption, dude. Sure. We've been dumping poison in there and smoking crack and banging weirdos and doing all the weird stuff we do, right? To try to shut down this thing. But this thing is just a beast. The human body just like, yeah, I'm going to keep going, dude. It's like one of those, it's, it's like the, it's like the thing in Terminator 2, the, the, the running cop when he's running down the street and his hands are turning into daggers, dude. The, the human spacesuit is like built for debauchery, dude. It is built to last, man. Yeah, it's super fragile, like a little teeny piece of lead at a high velocity can end it in a heartbeat and you can fall off a ladder and that's that too, dude. But what I'm saying is, Try to stop it and it won't let you do. So there's your power greater ourselves. So, 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 right. So the power greater ourselves could restore us to sanity, dude. Well, what the heck does that mean? Restore us to sanity, dude. You're crazy. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yep. Crazy crazy just like that song that CeeLo song or whoever does that song because I knew too much dude yeah because I knew too much you sure did you sure did and 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 crazy is as crazy does right so I don't I don't even know if that's a thing but again is nowhere in there did we we even get to God dude nowhere dude we're just like dealing with ourselves man we're not talking about the dude in the mirror we're not talking about our bag of garbage we're not talking about any of the stuff yet dude we just admitted we we're powerless unmanageable there's a power greater than ourselves that we could restore us to sanity and that's the neat thing is like we get to be restored to sanity whoa like what what does that mean restored to sanity hmm I don't even know if I know what that means right now. 14 years later, restored to sanity. I'm still lunatic, dude. Ask my wife. Ask my child. Ask the tractor, dude. I don't know if I truly understand what restored to sanity is, but I'm not crazy. (laughs) You. You know what I mean? So, and so... 
you get to this thing at three, man. Now we're now we're now we're getting ready. We're gearing up, dude. We're we still the mirror is in another room behind us, whatever. But we're like we're making moves now. Three made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. See the like like the we understood Him thing. I think trips people up like a little bit because like what does that mean? It means that you're working with someone, right? Because you can't. This stuff is not a solo project. This is not. This is not writing a term paper by yourself with a set of encyclopedias, dude. That's not what this is. This is a team effort, right? So you're working with someone doing this. You're, this is not like I'm just, this is not, this is not casual reading. This is not, this is not, you know, the, the how to stop smoking book by what's his face, dude. No, no, it's not, it's not a self-help novel. This is a, this is a, this is a book that requires a pilot to help you get through it right so so why is it made a decision to turn our will and our lives over the care of god as we understood him because you're working with someone right and someone's helping you so you've met you've met somewhere in in the space you're working with someone who's sober who's got it going on doing the thing and they've met you where they can meet you with your god of your understanding this can be a crack. It can be the door handle, the hay wagon, the sunrise, whatever it is. They've met you at this spot. And, and together you've agreed what it is that is a God of your understanding, right? And, and that's what, why that we thing's all about there. We understood him. So the person with the time who's, who's your sponsor, your co-pilot, your spiritual advisor, whatever you need to label them to be, is meeting you with the place and you're both hanging on to this, this small nucleus idea what a God of your understanding might look like, dude. Because the God of my understanding, I can't insert that upon you, newly sober person, dude. I, I, can't, I can't sit there and go, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and dude, just you got to be baptized and born again and dude, the revelation and the whole thing and dude, we're doing the good work and... We're, we're occupying the land. I, that, I can't do that to the newly sober person. You see, like me as a person who's like got time and a relationship with God of my understanding, like I have to meet the newly sober person where they're at, man. And I've been doing the work with them, right? We've done, we've done the thing with the powerlessness and the unmanageability. We've done the insanity and the, and the, and the greater than ourselves. So we have like a small thing that the person who's the new person's like, I can roll with that, dude. I, I can, I can, and it could be big too. It could be like, yeah, I'm down with Jesus, dude. Like, all right, cool. Me too. Like, let's go, dude. But let's say you're getting someone sober who's, who's, who's Muslim. Let's say you're getting someone sober who's, I don't know, a Hindu or, or an atheist or a whatever. You don't know. So you can't go this is not a proselytizing campaign, dude. This is not, not, oh, here, dude, insert my Bible in their head. That's not what, that's not what being a good shepherd in, in sobriety is about. Yeah, that's for you to have, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a program of, a, of, of attraction, not promotion. They want to ask for sure. Like, what, what do you, like new guy. 
so what what do you all what what's your god and i would go well you know like i like i made that whole video like like six weeks ago about you know it started one way and then as i got through it like it ended up here and now i do this i'm a member of a church and the whole thing of this but but where are you at dude well i really am i'm am jammed up with god like these things ha- okay whoa 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 these things happen to you when you're a kid that's 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 the fourth and the fifth step we don't need to talk about that right now where are you at with god i hate god well, so you hate God, right? So in order to hate God, God has to exist. Yeah, but I hate him. He's been, my horrible things happen to me and you do this and that. Okay, that's fourth, fifth step. That's good. We don't need to talk about that. But you can roll with God as a concept because you hate God. Yeah, I hate God. Okay, we're now we're making headway here. So you've got something that that we can we can nucleus this god thing around hatred for god that's a great starting point dude like people are like oh like oh no that's a beautiful starting point for someone who's newly sober you hate god therefore god does exist he, he's scary to you that's fine we can work on all that when we get to fourth and fifth step and character defects and all this stuff but right now that's fine so i no i don't believe in god I'm a total atheist. Okay, atheist guy. Well, you don't believe in God, right? Okay. How does how do you not believe in God without God? Wow, God. There's a whole chapter to that stuff. But again, something to work with. You can work on the polarized opposite way of it. Okay, there doesn't need to be a God then. Fine. What, 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 what here could be a facsimile? Are you willing to accept the idea for the sake of working this work? Yeah, sure. So what would that look like for you, dude? Well, and like, let me let, you know, and, and there's the, the joke about the hay truck, right? And, and if people think it's the dumbest thing ever, but it's not if you're a horse or a donkey or a cow and you're sitting in a corral and you see the hay truck show up, dude. And you're like, oh my God, there's, there's the hay, dude. And I'm in this crowd and I don't have any thumbs. So I can't undo the latch and I'm in the, the thing. Let's not forget that these animals don't have any thumbs. They can't turn the knobs, dude. They can't undo the latches. They're in their little corrals or fields or whatever. And they see the hay truck and they're like, that's got the hay on it, dude. All right. To that horse, like, like. That hay truck can be God. So would, will that work for you, Mr. Atheist guy? Like you're a horse, the hay truck's God. It's got no no deep, deeper concept than that. Sure. Can the ocean be a God? Like the ocean does. Yeah. Like you just, you're trying to find a workable, workable spot right there. And then you got the agnostic, which I don't really care, dude. It's whatever it wants to be. Okay. So dude, can it be a redwood tree? Can it be a... a a grain of sand, a bumblebee. What is, what is it? What, what can we work with here, dude? What can we work with here to turn this over to, dude? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm to quote insane clown posse, dude. Yeah, you get look at a giraffe and tell me there isn't a God, dude. Just, all right, a giraffe? Will a giraffe work for you? Sure, dude. Okay. Explain that, dude. Explain a giraffe, dude. I don't know. I can't, dude. Don't, how did it? I don't know, dude. So, so, so at the point of, of four and at three is, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God is understanding that that our thing is about the person you're working with, right? They're going to turn this over to them too. They're coming down to your level. 
because they, I, I'm on the high ground, right? Like I, I got I, I high ground. I got them in my pillbox up there, dude. I can see the enemy coming from miles around with their six packs and their blow and their woo-hoo-hoo and their mushrooms and the whole thing, right? I can I got the high ground. Mr. New Guy at the bottom of the hill or girl or whatever is, is trying to get to the high ground, right? So I got to come out of my pillbox, my fortified spot, meet them down where their God is, with, with their hay wagon or their, their bumblebee or whatever it is. So we made a decision, right? I'm right there with it because it's a we. We made a decision to turn our will and our lives over the care of God as we understood him. Okay, do we understand this? Okay, I'm working with you, dude. Okay, I'm not inserting my stuff. See, I think that, that, that again, as I would highly advise anyone out there who's doing this is like, this is not, you're a vulnerable soul. When you're getting sober, anyone trying to insert anything that's not in this first 164 pages, go find a new sponsor, dude. The minute they start telling you, you need to, you need to go to church on Sunday. To the, no, you don't. You no, know, you don't. They're supposed to meet you where you're at because they're coming from the higher ground of sobriety, dude, right? They're supposed to, they're supposed to help you not indoctrinate you, right? So I'm just saying, I don't come from this like, like, like proselytizing thing. Like I, that's why I'm very clear on when I do this hour here, like I do not come here as, as, as a member of a church to like proselytize to you about that. No, 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 no. You're newly sober, dude. I, I got to come meet you at the hay wagon, dude, the hay truck or whatever it is. Right. And then dude. All right. So, right. You, we've, we've made this understanding. We've prayed, we've done the prayer. Step one, dude, the very first thing, once you've done that, is you start doing your, your inventory. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory. Well, well how, do you, how do you do that? Well, you have some sort of spiritual foundation. You have a God of your understanding to make this fearless search with, right? Because it's not you anymore. Because you're, you're with this thing. Because you have worked with your person and you've talked about what the theoretical theory of God is. Because, again, for a newly sober person... God needs, might just be theoretical, dude, right? What is God? God's everything, right? Un, undefinable? Sure. So could God know all your thoughts? Sure. If, if God created the universe and all the critters and the giraffes and the thing, could God maybe know what you're thinking? All right. So he already knows. So make the inventory, dude. Like, let's go and write all this stuff down, dude. And then, you know, five admitted to God to ourselves, another human being in the exact nature of our wrongs, dude. It's just about dump trucking it out after that, dude. It's about the big dump truck. Just beep, 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 beep. And so, I don't know. I was, that's, that's all I got from, from the word box. <laughs> that's what I got from the word at some of these, we balked. We thought we could find an easier, softer way. There's no easier, softer way, dude. That dude who's hustling that, like, men's sobriety on Instagram, dude, that's not easier and softer. Why? Because you still, you still got the boogeyman lurking in the shadows going, dude, you suck, bro. You're going to drink again, man. You're going to drink again. You're going to smoke that crack pipe again, dude. It's up in the cabinet, dude. You know what? You got your... Dude, you burned your... You, threw, you flushed your phone with all your contacts. So what, dude? You know where to go stand. You know you know where they are. Yeah, I moved across the country. Yeah, you know where to go find them, dude. You speak the language, dude. 
So without this component of like dealing with your, the dude in the mirror, like, I'm sorry, dude, all these like fly by night operations, these hustles, dude, and they're hustles, dude. I don't know. I don't know, man. But if you don't want to do the work, dude, then you're not ready to get sober because a sober person's ready to do the work because what else are they going to do? Their life's at the bottom, dude. And the bottom's wherever you need it to be, dude. You know, we, I talked to my friend here who's one of us on the channel, dude, like his life looked perfectly fine, except he was angry all the time. And we talked, found out he'd quit drinking. And he was like, and I was like, dude, are you doing the program and the work? Dude, I talked to that dude the other day. He's like super stoked doing the work, joined a group of dudes, fellowshipping, the whole thing, man. So, so again, if, if you want excuses, man, you don't even need to look far, dude. Just words. My excuse is words. That's a, you just, that's just, I don't know why people even come up with like, like just say excuse. Why aren't you going to do that? Excuse. All right. I have an excuse. Okay. You don't even bother telling me what that is. Like, so you got an excuse. Great. All right. See ya, dude. When you're done, when you don't have an excuse, we'll, we'll, we'll do the work, dude. Right. So it's kind of got what I got going on there. I drop a living water. That's right, dude. Uh, what book are we talking about? Uh, three months strong, brisker, dude. Dark tonic, dude. Thank you for it. All right. Super stoked, man. Glad I could help out. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where I'm at, dude. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What do we, what, where do we go from here? I'm at, I'm at a standstill, 45 minutes. I, I, I'm, I, I, that was my inspiredness, dude, right there. I had the, I had the, uh, I had the, uh, that was the cherry limeade speaking. <laughs> that was the solstice, man. Well, look, dude, solstice, what a great day to get, uh, get sober, right? What a great day to be sober, the longest day of the year, man, right? Shortest night of the year, right? Most of us are are creatures of the night. And <laughs> not a long night tonight, man. I I remember when I used to eat a little bit too much and have a little bit too much, right? Just a little bit too much or whatever it is and you'd be waiting for the the sun to come up, right? Just like, come on, man. Once the sun comes up, it's going to be okay. Well, tonight's that night that like you'll be okay. It's the short night. Ah. Uh, Gosh, I'm glad I don't got to like wait around for the sunrise anymore, dude. Dude, ah, oh, dude, that that one where it's just starting to turn a little bit, and you're like, ah, oh, it's coming, dude. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna make it, dude. The darkness is over, dude. A new day. God, I was always there to help. That's right. Period, man. End of story. Done. Finito. But that, but again, it's like, like what I would say dark tonic on that is, is to someone who's like trying to get sober, newly sober, that God concept, it could be really, really foreign. It's a really, it's a, it's, it's like, this is something like that I try to talk to people about who are, do, don't like, don't take your, your relationship with God for granted because plenty of people have no idea what you're talking about. Plenty of people, you start talking about God and stuff, 
They're like, what are you talking about? Look, our whole society's full of like godless people. Dude, they don't know. You ever talk to them about God? They don't, they're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, what? Like, like you can't talk about like what like God's doing for you because they're like, what are you talking about? What does that mean, dude? You mean the dude with the little funny hat and little boys? That guy? That's what they think. You know what I mean? Is 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 most people think God has something to do with some of its uh his ambassadors down here, dude, that are running amok with uh with too much knowledge on their hands, right? Abusing people and doing that. Like what's it? That's not God. But you can't that's the thing. That's why it's it's very a very touch and go thing as as a person who has a fully like bountiful relationship with God. I have to fully try to step back and and it's dude, I don't know what I can't even imagine it, dude. Like, but I gotta try to help someone who's newly sober who doesn't know what God is, right? Doesn't have an idea what God is. Like to, what a radical idea, dude. Like once you know, there's no unknowing it. Like that's the trippy part. Like it's very it's it's that's like I would imagine that's the hardest thing ever for for someone who has a relationship be able to explain it to someone who doesn't know what you're talking about. Like go explain what your personal relationship with God looks like to somebody who has no concept of what that is and maybe even has bad concept of what it could be and might even be hostile about it. Like I I I view it as like I'm tr- you're trying to talk to someone who's super friendly like at the park like you know hacky sacking. Like hey man, hey Mr. Hacky Sack man. Like yeah, bro, like just kicking the, the kicking the little sack around like yeah, what up man? Hey, can we talk about God? Like sure, dude. Let me get out my bong. Like tell me all about it. Like why not? Yeah, dude, I don't know. Like I have no idea what God is, man. Why don't you like fill me in, dude? I'm just here hacky sacking in the park by myself. Like, I knew that's the person I'm talking to, not the, the, the fully just upside down, tattooed on the cheek with pentagrams over the temple, just like, fuck you and your God bullshit. Like, yeah, try to get through that wire. That's who you're supposed to talk to, right? Like, let me get to you. Uh, yeah, let me, let me, uh, yeah, because we all want to talk to Mr. Hacky Sack, dude. Like, sure, dude. Like, let me put my sack down and, uh, dude, ah, bro. Like, let's talk about God. Like, no. <laughs> no, that's not who we get to talk to, dude. We get to talk to someone who has no idea and is hostile and and wants to stop, you know, pounding leaders of Jack Daniels at this at the same time. Ah, freaking pirate, dude. Like, yeah, like, like, that's like, like, that's what it is. It's like, you're like a fully dialed in spiritual being, like staying sober, doing your sober thing, like living in life's beautiful abundance and the whole thing. And you're like, yeah, let me go into the pirate ship and try to get the, the, the below deck galley swab sober, dude. No, not the captain. You don't get to walk on the pirate ship and talk to the captain, dude. No, no. You got to walk onto the pirate ship, walk down to the and find the galley swab, dude. The dude who's just been hassled and beat on is just swabbing the, the, the galley, dude. He's just angry. Peg legging, dude. Just. Hey, man. <laughs> I talk to you about God. Rah! <laughs>
but that's you trying to confront the person in the mirror without God too, anyhow. So what's the what difference does it make, right? What difference does it make? <laughs> anyway, dude, uh, Abraxas, dude. Eight months, no drink. Good for you, dude. Ah, Cactus 64. Where would you go instead of a fellowship if you were addicted to other stuff? There's uh, fellowships for everything, man. That's the beauty of the time we live in, dude. Um, There's a fellowship for everything. There's a fellowship for everything, dude. So it has all the same steps, dude. Where would you go? And st- I don't know. Why would you want to do it? Like, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Where there are two or more gathered, there God is. I mean, that that's the whole point. Like, you can't do any of this stuff without the fellowship, dude. Who's going to who's gonna hold your hand while you stare at the mirror with God, dude, right? Who who you gonna who you gonna go who you gonna who you gonna do? You just want it like again like if 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 this was if this was all self help, dude, it would uh we we you'd be listening to Tony Robbins right now, and he you'd be buying my book, dude. Like like there's plenty of books, dude, for you to like not read. You know what I mean? Like if you if you don't want the fellowship of whatever your thing is, just just go on to Amazon. Order the book and put it on your bookshelf and wonder why you didn't get any better, dude. Or you go to the fellowship that that of like-minded people that suffer from your same predicament and uh, read the book together and do the work with someone who's already treaded the path so you don't have to post-hole through the new terrain by yourself. That's the point, dude. That's the point is not to have to post hole through like 10 feet of snow. It's to be like, oh, dude, I'm going to get behind the person with the snow, the snowblower, dude. Like, like, like that's why you fellowship because there's someone who's got a snowblower, dude. So you don't have to, to, to sit there with your compass in the middle of the storm post holing through 10 feet of snow, dude. Like, that's all I got to say about it. And there's a fellowship for whatever ails you nowadays, man. Gambling, sex, people who drink in your life that you can't deal with, eating, whatever it may be, there is a fellowship of 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 people that are uh they have a snowblower and a book. And they're ready to do the work with you, dude. That that's what I got on that, man. Zen wave. But um, so we're we're coming down to the end here. And um so uh look, dude, this all started because uh I know some people did themselves in. If you're suicidal, you think this is the end, it's not, dude. Don't do that. Pick up the phone, call uh Oh, what is it? I forget the numbers, dude. Dang, dude. The talk and the this and the that. Where's my phone number, people? Um, Suicide Prevention Hotline. 988 is the Suicide Prevention Hotline number, dude. And um, you just call them, dude. And if you want to get sober, you can type in your city anywhere probably on this planet, central office, and there'll be a list of meetings 
and there'll be some phone numbers and you show up at one of those meetings and raise your hand and be like, I need help. And like, help will arrive. Like, nobody's a mind reader, dude. Nobody's a mind reader. I mean, maybe some people are. But uh, you got to ask for help, dude. Whatever it is. And like I said, if you're suicidal or you think you're going to kill yourself tonight, don't. Don't do it, man. Whatever your problem is. And I know, man, you can have some problems, dude. Divorces, family leaving, death in the family, financial burdens, crack pipes. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be of service to someone on the other side, dude. Get the help. Call the 988 number. And uh, the life you're saving is not just yours. It's going to be the person that you help on the other side of saving your own life. Just like the person on the other side of the phone is going to help you, dude. And everyone, we're all in the business of saving lives right now, dude. So uh, please be responsible and realize that whatever is ailing you today is just, it's a temporary situation. I know. I know it seems insurmountable sometimes, man. It really does. But we can get through this together. Life's a team sport, man. I tried running it as a hermit and a soloist, and it didn't get me anywhere. My life didn't start getting better till I, I fellowshiped with people and, and, and let God communicate through other human beings. The power, the grace, and the glory. But uh, you know, that's that even that statement right there is probably a bit heavy for someone who who doesn't who's on the the edge, dude. So please, 988 Suicide Prevention Hotline, please call. Don't hesitate. And uh, let's get sober. We'll be back, God willing, next Wednesday for another edition of Sober Wednesday. All right. With that, good night. God has blessed us.